Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! Let's start today uh, with the college football, and let's give you an update on what we see now, and let's go through it here as far as teams left before we get the announcement, which will be, is it next Sunday, that TV show? I think it is, right? Next Sunday they announce uh, who, I mean, it's obviously Navy Army's the week after, but it's next Sunday they have the big TV show to announce all the pairings, and right now, and uh, you know, who's in the Final Four and what have you, and we have eight teams uh, in the Final Four uh, for a chance to get into that uh, January 1st doubleheader. Uh, I think it's at 5 and 8.30. I think it's the Rose Bowl, one of the games, and the other game might be the... I'm not even sure where the two games are. A uh, Rose and Sugar, the semis, and the finals in where? Is it in... Yeah, in Houston. I did know that. Okay, which is the following Monday. But let's go through the eight teams, and I'm going to go least likely to most likely to make it, and then I'm going to go through some of the games over the weekend on what was just a huge Saturday day of college football. Number one, uh, number eight is Ohio State. Now, last year they snuck in uh, despite losing to Michigan because everything broke their way uh, at the end of the year, and they got in. That's not going to happen this year. We all know that, but it's not impossible uh, you know, a Florida State loss, for instance, if Georgia beat Alabama, for instance, if Texas beat Oklahoma State or the other way around, if Oklahoma State beat Texas, for instance, and, you know, whoever wins the Oregon-Washington game, if all that would happen, you would have Michigan, you'd have Georgia, you'd have the Pac-12 winner and you have Ohio State because both Florida State and Texas would have lost, uh, you know, and Ohio State lost at Michigan, Florida State would have lost to Louisville and Texas would have lost and have two losses to Oklahoma State. So it's... It's not, and Alabama would have had two losses too. So theoretically, it's not impossible, but Ohio State's defense is what let them down more than anything else there on Saturday at 17 all and at 27 24. That prideful defense that I heard so much about all year long did not do a damn thing. They couldn't stop Michigan from going right down the field for the go ahead touchdown at 17 apiece, and then they couldn't get the ball back with ample time to try to kick a game tying field goal at 27 24. I mean, we all know that they threw the interception and everything else. They were down at the 30-something yard. I get that. But they only had a minute left with no timeouts. And uh, that's because they allowed Michigan to go down the field to kick a field goal. So that vaunted Ohio State defense was what killed them in their loss to Michigan. And by the way, one note, uh, Gus Johnson, the hype machine that he is, please, when you broadcast the ball game, I don't need to hear about Maserati Marvin, uh, number one. And number two, that's not the greatest rivalry in sports history. Have you heard of the Yankees and the Red Sox? Giants and the Dodgers. Have you heard? How about Bears Packers? Have you heard about that? For crying out loud, don't don't put Michigan and Ohio State. It's not even better than North Carolina Duke, who play twice a year. So let's so let's be careful with the hype machine. Uh, that bothered the hell out of me. Gus is so polarizing sometimes. Oh, he's tough to. Oh God, he just drives you. Anyway, Ohio State is number eight. So we'll put them in there right now at that slot. All right. Number seven, uh, I mean, and I think everybody else is pretty much, you know, where you are. Uh, but if I had to put number seven, I guess I'm going to have to put uh, Texas at number seven because Texas needs some things to happen. First off, they obviously need to beat Oklahoma State. That's number one. Second thing, they uh, probably need Alabama knocked out and have Georgia beat Alabama. That's number two. Third thing, they might need Florida State to lose to 
to Louisville. That's number three. And then if all that happened, then you'd have Michigan, then you'd have Texas, then you'd have Georgia, and then you'd have the Oregon-Washington winner. So they need two or three things to happen. I got Alabama losing number one, obviously Florida State losing number two, and they have to beat Oklahoma State number three. The problem that Texas has, and this is something we're going to have to keep an eye on here this week, is they're in a bad conference. That Big 12 stinks. And so if they get into a situation, let's say that uh, Florida State wins, Georgia beats Alabama, Michigan's in, and then it comes down to Texas, Oregon. Forget Washington. If they win, they're undefeated. They're going to make it. But let's say Oregon beats Washington. That means Texas goes up against Oregon, and that's going to be hard to Texas for overcome. Even though they beat Alabama on the road, Oregon's a much better conference to Pac-12 this year than Texas is. So that's a problem for Texas. A lot of things have to go right for Texas. So I will put them uh, at number seven. At number six, I'm going to put Oregon at number six because Oregon's not guaranteed to be in if they win. For instance, Michigan's in, Florida State wins, Georgia beats Alabama, and Texas wins. If Oregon beats Washington, although I think they're going to get in as the fourth in the Pac-12, I can't guarantee it. So from that standpoint, I'd have to concern myself to a degree with Oregon because they're not guaranteed if they get in. Uh, that they make the Final Four with a win only because Texas would be a team and that would be a tricky one for the committee to have to decide. So uh, and uh, uh, so I'll put Albany, I'll put Oregon number six. And remember, all bets are off if Alabama beats Georgia because I don't think you can keep Georgia out with one loss. So if Alabama beats Georgia, you got two SEC, team, SEC teams in a mix, throw in Michigan and Florida State if they knock off Louisville, and that would hurt Texas and even hurt... I don't know what they do with Washington. How about if Washington beats Oregon and Alabama beats Georgia and Texas wins and Florida State wins? What do they do then? I mean, that's then you'd have Washington undefeated. You have Florida State undefeated. You'd have Alabama as the SEC champion and you'd have Michigan in. And then you'd have uh, and you'd be sitting there with uh, Georgia and Texas. I mean, how do you handle that? But Oregon, I think, still needs a lot of help to get in. So we keep an eye on that. Number five would be the loser of the SEC if it's Georgia. If Alabama loses they're out. We know that. Alabama, if they win, the SEC champ's going to make it here. And then, of course, Alabama has their lucky stars to thank based on the 34th and 31 on the play in the end zone. Milro there, the touchdown. The no pass rush. You can go either way with the pass rush. You know, Buffalo pass rushed uh, Mahomes, and he got rid of the ball quick, and they got down the field to kick the field goal. This time, Auburn didn't do that. Now, it was the last play of the game. The Kansas game, the Kansas City game wasn't with the Bills a couple years ago, so you can argue you could have handled that a little differently. They let Milrow slip back in that pocket. But regardless, uh, you know, you'd have to put Georgia here if they ever lost. I'm not sure. You know, we all know if Alabama loses, they're out. But if Georgia loses, are they guaranteed a spot here in this uh, big four. Now, to me, they would be. They've won 28, 29 in a row. They've dominated these teams. Uh, you know, they're number one for a reason and a strong number one. You're going to knock them. Everybody else has got a loss but Michigan and Florida State. Now, see, here's your problem. If Washington wins and Michigan wins and Florida State wins and Georgia loses, what do you do? And you'd have Washington undefeated. Michigan's already in. And you'd have Florida State undefeated. And then you got Georgia sitting there. 
That's a very tricky spot. So that is a tough spot for Georgia. I can't guarantee. And if they win, they're in. We know that. But if they ever lost, what would happen to Georgia and with everybody else? I think that's interesting. Alabama, we know what their scenario is. Five-point underdog, go out there and win the game. And Alabama was not impressive the other day at all. They couldn't stop the run. They let Auburn go right down the field many a time, and they were very lucky to win the game. I do like what Saban said at the uh, game's conclusion. You know, we've gotten through a lot of bad breaks in this building, so we got one for a change, and that's fair. And the one thing about the Iron Bowl that everybody goes crazy about, the Iron Bowl is only a good game when it's in, when it's in Auburn. The game stinks when it's out in Alabama because Auburn gets killed every year. The game is interesting every other year. The game isn't interesting every year. It's every other year the game's got a little juice to it. So keep that in mind when you're talking about the Iron Bowl and we'll see whatever happens. So if you want real chaos, have Alabama win the game. Because then you got Georgia sitting there with all these other teams. That's the fascinating thing. Florida State is obviously going to make it if they win. They're not going to keep a power five out. Florida State's had a decent enough schedule at Florida. I know Florida stinks, but that's a rivalry game. At Clemson, over time, they were fortunate. I understand that. Uh, but they beat Clemson, and that was only their second loss for Clemson. So it wasn't late in the year. It was too early in the year. Uh, they beat LSU, who might have the Heisman Trophy winner at the end of the day. And they beat him double digits. Uh, you know, listen, the problem with Florida State is, folks, I I think they beat Louisville is they're going to kill the Final Four because Florida State's going to get mauled by whoever they play. But you got to take them. So the problem that Florida State has, you can't penalize Florida State. If Travis got hurt in the last game of the year, you can make an argument. But if they win two games with the backup quarterback, it's like Nick Foles. Did you eliminate them when Wentz got hurt? No, you didn't, and Foles won a Super Bowl. So from that standpoint, if Florida State wins out, and I think they will win the other, uh, on Saturday uh, when they play Louisville, if they win, you got to take them. But the problem is they're going to get killed. Out of the two teams, I think Washington might be a little more vulnerable than Florida State. Although Washington's played, a, you know, that would have been Oregon twice. It, 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 again, you got the eight teams, which is fascinating. But I think you have to take Florida State uh, in this uh, in the Final Four if they win. Now, the problem with that is it kills the day on January 1st because they're going to be the fourth seed. And if Georgia wins, they're going to play them. At least they should. And Georgia's going to kill them. Going to kill them. The other game there... Michigan against either Washington or Oregon is going to be a good game. That is a good semifinal. And a Michigan-Georgia Michigan final is a good game. The issue is Florida State. Florida State, to me, with the backup quarterback deep end of the pool against Georgia, that game could get ugly. I don't see them beating Georgia. Uh, I just, under any circumstances, I don't see them winning that game. So that's the one thing about the Florida State thing. If they win, they deserve it. But the problem is they're going to kill the game because they got no, I just think they don't have much of a chance to beat Georgia. They will be the fourth seed. But in essence, you want to say Ohio State? All right, we can we can say that. But there are about seven teams left. And the teams that control their destiny, theoretically, Georgia, Alabama control their destiny. That's two. Florida State controls their destiny, three. And Washington controls their destiny for those are the four teams without a doubt that control their destiny. Texas doesn't control their destiny. Oregon doesn't control their destiny. The other teams do. Okay, and Michigan is already in. So you got basically seven teams for three spots. 
because Michigan and uh, Michigan's going to beat Iowa. Okay, I understand they could lose. Michigan's going to kill Iowa. Uh, Harbaugh back coaching, and that game's got thirty-five-six written all over it. They're going to be. I'm not putting that into the equation of Michigan maybe losing. I, I don't buy that. Michigan's going to win the game. So that is where you stand here as far as the college football landscape is concerned. Now, a couple of things I want to add to it before we get your first break in and then get your calls uh, in the mix. First off, Oregon is a nine and a half point favorite over Washington on Friday night. Now, that is a huge favorite. Neutral site game. Washington beat them the first game of the year or the first meeting of the year by a field goal. And I know Washington's been very lucky. And the other day, we'll get to that play call in a minute. Could have lost to Washington State. But, boy, you're going to give Washington 10 points? Boy, they are going to use that like you wouldn't believe. Right now, Oregon's the better team. It looks to be. But you're going to give them the number. You're going to, and I I don't like to do it, but if Bo Nix wins the game and plays well, he's going to win the Heisman. All right? I'm not voting for Daniels. If Nix wins the game, now if he plays lousy, I can't give him the award. But if he wins the game... I'm going to vote next for the Heisman Trophy. I'll tell you right now. To me, he controls destiny. I know Daniels has had an incredible year statistically and everything else, but they have lost three games. They lost to Alabama. Uh, they lost to uh, Florida State amongst their losses. I forget the third one. Who else they lose? Lose to somebody. I'll have to look at who else they lost to. It wasn't Missouri, was it? They came back and beat Missouri. I forget the third one. But I am going to go out there. Oh, they lost to Mississippi. It it Ole Miss, and he played. They scored fifty points in the game, but I, I, I am I, I'm going to vote Knicks. But Oregon's a nine and a half point favorite in that game, which you know is going to come back and make Washington annoyed. And Washington's got that great receiver who's a wonderful player. You can vote him for the Heisman. And Penix hasn't played that well, so I don't see how Penix ever wins. Uh, he'd have to be unbelievable this week to beat out Knicks, and then you make a decision between him and Daniels. And you could also consider Mil- uh, Milrow too. He's had a very good second half of the year, and he played badly against Texas. But if he plays great against Georgia, you can consider him. But the bottom line is nine-and-a-half-point favorite, and that's a gutty play call by Washington. They had a fourth and one at their own 29-yard line where if they don't get that first down, they're going to lose. And he called an end around, and he went 26 yards to wide receiver. That's a hell of a play call in that spot. So that's an interesting scenario there. That's uh, number one. Uh, Number two, we talked about the fourth and goal from the 31-yard line, you freeze, won't sleep all, all, all winter and spring. Thinking about that play call, Auburn deserved better in that game. Uh, you know, they had the bad snap, 31-yard line. They, you know, really outplayed Alabama for a large part of that game. That penalty call on Alabama that uh, took away that touchdown at 7 nothing really changed the whole outcome of that game. But anyway, regardless, that will be a, um, you know, uh, the Alabama, it's only a five-point spread. And I think Alabama will play a lot better. Uh, you know, it's rare that Alabama goes into one of these big games as a as a as a, as a solid underdog. They go into the game there almost with house money. What are you going to kill Alabama if they lose? They did a hell of a job. They lost a game early in the year. And they didn't lose a game in the SEC West. They beat one of Texas A and M. You know, they beat Auburn in a crazy finish. They beat LSU. If they go in there and be, they're almost playing with house money. Pressures on Georgia, not on Alabama. So from that standpoint, uh, that is fascinating to put Saban in that situation. Normally, he's the one who's always got to win. Now I actually think it's Georgia that has to win. Uh, Florida State should beat Louis- Louisville. You know, Louisville lost to Pitt in Kentucky. And if Florida State was going to lose, down 12 nothing in the swamp was the game they were going to lose in. 
and they came back and beat Florida. Florida does not have a quarterback. That's a terrible loss for the Gators. And Florida State showed some stick to it in this. Give them credit. They've done a good job without the quarterback. But again, if you really want a great balanced Final Four, you got to root for Florida State to lose because they're going to get hammered. Uh, to me, they're going to get hammered. Not just being honest, Georgia. Texas gets hurt an awful lot here because that conference stinks. Oklahoma's lost two games. Oklahoma State almost lost to BYU. They got murdered by UCF. I mean, that's a horrendous, horrendous, horrendous conference. So uh, it's going to hurt Texas in a big deal. Texas Tech gave up 57 points. That's going to hurt Texas. I think Texas will be the team that has left, uh, you know, on the outside. And they're going to scream and yell if Alabama beats Georgia and they don't make it. They're going to scream and yell. Hold on now. Alabama wins the SEC and we won Alabama by double digits and we don't go. They're going to go crazy in Austin. But I don't think they will in that spot. And again, the Ohio State game, you know, uh, that's a terrible job. Uh, I don't know if I want to kill Ryan Day. Uh, he's lost three in a row to him. This time he loses without uh, without going against Harbaugh. Uh, you know, one of those games, you got to give him a little break in, but his defense really let him down. They did an atrocious job. You cannot, under any circumstances, allow Michigan to have those time, two time-consuming drives that resulted in 10 points and put the game out of reach. You can't put the blame on the quarterback. I know he threw a bad pick, uh, you know, essentially a pick six and a bad pass at the end. The quarterback did a decent job, and McCord did a decent job in this game. That game was lost because of the Ohio State defense. They scored 24 points in the game. That Ohio State defense stunk. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.